Well, great pleasure to have on the line with me from Europe, Enrique Duran. Very colourful story uh, and history, but uh, most recently been engaged in a project called Fair Co-op. Thanks very much for joining us, Enrique. Okay, thank you to you, to here. Could you start by just giving us a, a bit of a history of the evolution from the Catalan Integral Collective um, to Fair Co-op? And I guess, you know, with, I understand in mind, your goal or the goal of Fair Co-op to become international in scope. Well, in fact, uh, Fair Co-op was born two years ago. Uh, it's, uh, it's right that different people from the Catalan Integral Cooperative was involved in the process of launching, like myself. Uh, but from the beginning, it was built as an international process. So it's not just a, a process born in Catalonia, but the, the process itself already from the beginning was from people uh, from different countries with a vision to, to build a, a global alternative ecosystem for, a, for an economy outside of the capitalism. Uh, we, we thought that uh, the experience of the Catalan Integral Cooperative could be useful, uh, but also that there are many other initiatives around the world that is important to, to network and, and bring together to build network and make possible uh, to work coordinated uh, around the world. Enrique, uh, one of the key questions faced by a group such as yours that's relying on advanced technology, encrypted email, digital currency and so on, is whether or not it's accessible to ordinary people. How do you deal with this problem? How do you make the kind of technological platforms you're using uh, available and accessible to people who maybe don't have the skills with computers that you have, for instance? Well, uh, these uh, first two years we have been working in main elements of, of the technical development and next month we are going to, to launch Firecoin 2 that will be a, a blockchain technology more more coherent with our vision and we are also now uh, being able to affront the question of the easy access to the use of the currency uh, and one of the key tools for that is a digital a card system that will make uh, possible to use Fair conscious with a plastic card in a, in a similar way how it happens with a credit card. So for the people it should be so easy to use Firecoin like to use credit cards. This can be an important milestone for that for that goal and also at the same time we are trying for the people that still want to use it so secured uh, that people can use it without uh, fear to make a mistake that could the, the coin. So we are in, in this way and looking how to how to make that very interesting technology easy to use for for the crowd. If we could go back a step, uh, Enrique, could you explain what Faircoin actually is and, and what advantages this technology has for social movements, for activist networks? Faircoin, uh, it's based in the same core technology than Bitcoin, based in the in the in the satellite technologies in, in the blockchain, that it's a uh, like the name says, a uh, chain of blocks. That blocks are discovered every few minutes, in the case of Faircoin, every three minutes, and contain all the information of the transactions that happened in that period of time. And this information is copied in all the nodes, all the computers who are sustaining the, the network. So th this makes possible to guarantee the information that is right, it's not manipulated. Also because encryption and because because all that 
resilient network and this might possible to resist any attack from a central government or a central power. So in this way, one important feature of that kind of technology is that you can build an alternative economy without being uh, attacked by the by the capitalism uh, power. This is very important for social movements, for grassroots initiatives that perhaps are opposite in the, the status quo. Another way, decentralized, it, it means that Uh, nobody also from inside the moment can change how, how much money is created or things like that. So it, is, it can be confident by the participants. This has created some controversies because in, in most of the cases like Bitcoin, the power is in the, in the people who have more energy power, for example. And so the power is in the computers and the decisions is in computers, but uh, the humans really cannot participate actively in the decisions. So in the case of Firecoin, we are trying to adapt the technology and the ways how, how we participate in a way that really decentralized networks of humans can be. So in the case of Firecoin, we do open participatory process, online assemblies, where we decide the main aspect of the currency. And also people in their local level have their uh, participation in that decisions. For example, uh, deciding which nodes can be part of the network in their uh, local area or also bringing their proposals in the, in the global assembly. Henrik, um, I'm just going to quote here a friend from New Zealand who's one of the, the co-founders of a, some software called Lumio you might be aware of. He said, uh, innovation without power analysis is hopelessly optimistic. Power analysis without innovation is hopelessly pessimistic. It seems to me what you're doing with Fair Co-op and with uh, Faircoin and lots of the work you've been doing is really very deeply addressing that statement. Could you comment on that a little bit for us? Well, I think that uh, we need to adapt the technology to our real needs and the way how we want to use it. Sometimes there are a lot of innovation that try to change the, the, the way how we take decisions. So, for example, many blockchain tools once uh, use anonymous people to vote without making a deliberative process. This is not the way like many social movements uh, take decisions. So we don't need to follow that just because the technology makes that possible. So what we need to do is improve the tools that we use for the real way how we politically decide to take our decisions. So for example, in, the, in FireCop, we use very simple tools for the online assembly. We use uh, Patch for the for the nodes. We use ch uh, chat. Um, still, we, we use, for example, we use writing chat more than audio because it's more flexible for people to be part of that in different situations and after read the, the all the, the conversations on the assembly. So we just need the tools to be adapted for the real the real needs and and also it's very important. Uh, not just trust the decentralized computers, but use the, that facilities for created, uh, trusted, decentralized uh, networks of humans. What really can empower uh, global developments is the combination of the technologies with the, with the capacity of uh, humans meet each other in person and make uh, physical assemblies and, uh, and recognize each other as a part of the similar process and create uh, some... Uh, trust and willing to work together. And so we are 
prioritizing the creation of that local groups, that, that local nodes that, that uh, build trust and build political decisions in the way that grassroots social movements has been doing uh, for many years. But at the same time, we use the technology in a way that all that local nodes can share more easily information together and can be part together of a global process that is facilitating uh, resources and, and technologies that that are needed at the local level and are needed for for that uh, global coordination. And Rick, how does the Fair Co-op project and the Catalan Integral Cooperative more generally relate to the bigger political picture in the Spanish state? We've seen in recent years, of course, the rise of Podemos, uh, which in turn came out of the 15M movement. How does what you're doing connect with that larger story of mass-based efforts to transform capitalist society? Well, when the 15M movement, it was different tendencies in the movement. It was tendencies more interested in change uh, political laws. That movement, that part of the movement was related of the creation of Podemos. But then it was other other tendencies that was very related with self-management and building alternative outside of the state and the capitalism. And the Cooperativa Integral Catalana was involved there uh, because when the 15M already had, was one year old, um, many other people was interested and was other integral cooperative created around around the Spanish state that was interested in to be coordinated at, in all the country. Uh, because we don't uh, think that uh, making reformist politics inside the parliament uh, is a way to really produce uh, real change. We are not part of that process, and we continue building, uh, make, trying to make a st- strong uh, communal relations at the grassroots level, uh, networking between the movements, and, and major empowerment of, of uh, self-managed different parts of our life. So we continue in that way, and we are not not related with the institutional uh, political situation that is happening. So, uh, Enrique, if I, if I understand the, the vision, what you're, uh, you know, what's being proposed here with Fair Co-op is, uh, as you've said, is is international in scope. I note that uh, Nathan Schneider, in his uh, in his article with you in Vice, kind of categorised it as you building a new kind of financial of global financial system is is that fair and i guess uh, you know fair uh, comments and i guess uh, if that's the case you're looking at uh, places you know obviously in australia to to be inspired by this and uh, everywhere else around the planet is that true yes yes that's a, that's a vision we are working hard for that we are of course very interested if uh, local movements of Australia, New Zealand, etc., uh, wants to join and, and network with all the rest of groups that are already part of that process. Uh, it's a it's a it's difficult uh, goal. It is very ambitious, uh, but at the same time, this creates uh, the engagement and the motivation of a lot of people to be part of that and work hard for making progress together. In that sense, we are getting closer to create a, at least a, a stable uh, monetary um, and, fin- and financial uh, system uh, using Firecoin and using uh, some technologies for payments that can make us more free of, of using the banking system of the, of the capitalism. Uh, this could be already an important step to, to 
be right in the way for building a full alternative to the capitalist system. Obviously, the more successful that you and your your friends, and I guess particularly if and when this spreads internationally, how prepared are you for the conflict that might arise with the with the vested interests, with the powers that be? Yeah, how much have you considered that? I guess I'm sure you don't live under any illusion that the 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 capitalists that the the powers that be are going to yes to allow the success of something as uh, as grandiose and as beautiful as Faircoin without uh, without really challenging it head on I guess is that is that part of your internal discussions and, and thoughts being prepared for for that kind of attack the conflict with the capitalism is, is ever there we we also promote economic disobedience so we promote also uh, to facilitate tools for people to uh, stop to pay the taxes to the government and use that uh, uh, money for building our uh, autonomous institutions or autonomous uh, tools from for the grassroots and for the for the life outside of the system. So we are conflicting uh, every day in that way. In that way, um, at the moment, for example, in Catalonia, that it is happening since more than six years ago. Uh, has not been a reaction from the system, but we are discussing that kind of things all the time and seeing how we can be strong enough for resist uh, attacks of the, of this way. Uh, so it is a it is an economic uh, confrontation that happened uh, with the system in different ways. We we want more and more people to stop to consume from the corporations and to and to create circular economy uh, for building their alternative. So in different ways, uh, this confrontation happens all, all the time. It just that happens in a way that is strategical and can can make us to be stronger uh, in a progressive uh, process until until we are enough stronger for make difficult really for this for the governments to attack us. So that's that's uh, the plan.